0: Hey, everyone. So, some exciting new developments that have taken place in the past week. We have some good news. We got our foam pads, finally, about 50 of them. We're going to put them all over the wall, and the sound quality on this thing is going to sound top-notch. And I also broke my hand, so there's that. I mean, I I only need my fingers to move across the mouse pad and click stuff, but I... I was chopping some wood, I overextended my hand, it slapped down on the wood with the axe handle above it, and um, yeah, I I fractured one of my pinky bones in my hand. So yeah, that's going to be like that for six weeks, you know, so that's the update. All right. but beyond that, welcome back to Scratch the Scripture, the Q&A podcast, and today's question is, what does the Bible say about judging others this is a great question and it's sent in by Mary Gutowski and you you can actually send questions just like this one you you just zip on over to our email and yeah you guys can ask ask away ask away and then it could become an episode like this and if you if you wanna ask more questions you could always come to our discord server which you can check out the description the link will be right there and if you honestly are curious about what the Bible says about judging others, well, that's coming up very shortly. I have evangelized for a few years now, and every now and then when you're preaching, if you do preach on the streets, then you know exactly what I'm talking about, but when you're preaching, you get this one person, and they they listen in for a bit. You preach the gospel of Christ, and you do it well, but then you get to the condemnation part where where you speak of hell and sin and how people are terrible and in dire need of repentance, and then that person shuts their ears entirely and utters the words, Jesus said not to judge, and they walk. They they walk away as fast as they can, so you don't have the time to form a rebuttal. It's kind of frustrating, and if you've been there, you know exactly what I'm speaking of. And if if I were able to hook any of these people just long enough for them to listen, this episode would act as my rebuttal to that statement. And I would start off by saying that one of the most dangerous things you can do is willfully misunderstand scripture. Because if you if you take out its context, it can mean anything you want it to mean. They would be correct, though. Jesus did say, do not judge. If we look at the book of Matthew, chapter 7, verse 1, he says, do not judge, or you too will be judged. But this episode isn't over just yet. There's more to unpack here. This verse from the book of Matthew, chapter 7, verse 1, is used as a motto by lots of people in today's world, and it simply means you can't touch me. Right? No, No matter what you have to say, no matter how truthful it is, Jesus said, don't judge me. So, don't judge me, right? And on its own, this verse is exactly what it says. But there is far more than just this verse in Matthew chapter seven, right? Jesus is not telling us not to judge. He's telling us to be very careful with our judgments. Allow me to explain. Just a couple verses later in in Matthew chapter seven, it says, why do you see the speck That is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, when there is the log in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye." So from this we realize that this is actually addressing hypocritical judgment Jesus wants you to take the speck out of your brother's eye, he wants you to judge, but he wants you to be cautious and self-aware about your judgments. If you're doing the same thing that your brother is doing and shaming him for it, then that's hypocrisy and should should be frowned upon. You should, you should take the log out of your own eye first before you judge others. The Bible also teaches us to discern right from wrong, and in order to do that, we need to judge. Continuing on in Matthew chapter 7. I'm going to use Matthew chapter 7 in here a lot. Uh, Jesus also says, Watch out for false prophets. By their fruit you will recognize them. Right? If we were not allowed to judge, then this verse would not make sense and would ultimately be a contradiction. Right? How are we to watch out for false prophets and recognize them if we were prohibited from judging? That's because we're not. Jesus is allowing us to make judgments in order for us to discern right from wrong. Judgment also has to exist if we live in an objectively true world, and the Bible constantly teaches that we do. If uh, let's, if we call this cucumber that I have in my hand, and, you know, by the way, there, there is no actual cucumber in my hand, that would be weird, but let's just say, for the sake of argument, that there is. Right, if I call this cucumber in my hand a vegetable, I am making an objectively true statement. Right, but guess what? I'm, guess what I'm also doing? I'm passing judgment on this cucumber. I am saying you are a vegetable. The same goes for calling out sin. To point out a lie is a judgment. To call out alcoholism, alcoholism is a judgment. To to acknowledge a blasphemous statement is a judgment. But we must be careful of our judgments to to make them righteous as we are agents of the Lord. So you, you can see now that we are called to acknowledge sin in this world and refute it. I mean, the Old Testament even had leaders known as judges, which were upheld by none other than God. Judging others is a necessity in our world, but it can be very troublesome if we are not careful. When you were young, I'm sure you've heard the phrase, don't judge a book by its cover. And that, that's really true when I when I read the book of John, chapter 7, verse 24. That's exactly what comes to mind. In that verse, it says, or uh, Jesus says, stop judging by mere appearances, but instead judge correctly, meaning read the book, right? And that further reinforces that we are to judge, but also that there are wrong ways to judge. Now, when I'm researching a certain topic or question, I I like to read books, and I read articles online, I try and piece all this stuff together, but when researching this particular question, I came across Got Questions Ministries, which was founded by uh, Shea Houdman. I think I'm saying that name right, I really hope I am, but I'll leave a link to this article in the description. They were able to make a five-point list of all the wrong types of judgment found throughout Scripture, which I thought was absolutely brilliant that you could just uh, put all the wrong types of judgment into this uh, pocket-sized format. So, let's get started. The, The first one, which we have touched on, is hypocritical judgment. When we call out the sin of others, and we do that same sin ourselves, we have committed hypocritical judgment, and, jo- and and God absolutely hates hypocrisy. The second is superficial judgment. Superficial meaning shallow or empty, like this kind of judgment has no purpose. It's just judging someone on their appearances or what they've heard via rumors or gossip. It's, it's unfounded judgment, which is also unrighteous judgment and unnecessary judgment. And this type of judgment correlates with the third one, which is untrue judgment. The ninth commandment, under the law of Moses, clearly states that no one should bear false witness against their neighbor. Untrue judgment adds to gossip and slander, which are sinful in nature. Unforgiving judgment is the fourth one. And this is the kind of judgment that's fueled by anger and is unrelenting. God calls us to be merciful just as he is to us. In the book of Titus and Matthew, we are given clear instruction to uphold and display ourselves with grace, gentleness, and mercy. Now, the Pharisees are the prime example of how not to judge others because they showcased all of the aforementioned wrongful ways to judge, and especially this last one, which is self-righteous judgment. The Pharisees were proud and self-absorbed, only focusing on how they looked. This is known as the sin of pride. And given that it's a sin, God detests it. He wants us to be humble in how we view ourselves. And there you have it, folks. We are not to judge others if our reasons stem from these five categories of wrongful judgments. The Bible also tells us to judge righteously and with fair discernment. We are to confront sin and we are to speak the truth with love. We are to use judgment to convict unrepentant sinners in their wrongdoing in hopes of bringing them to Christ. And we also place judgment on fellow Christians if they perform a sinful deed. We do this not to condemn them, but to reel them back to repentance. It is to be redemptive when we confront a professing Christian living in sin. No matter how we judge, it is always for the kingdom of God. It is it is always to bring people to Him. So for anyone holding up a banner that says Jesus said not to judge, I wanna I wanna inform you that you only have a piece of the puzzle. There is much more to the Bible than that one verse. So I, I would encourage you to read more of Scripture, to understand on a deeper and more meaningful level what Jesus is really saying. If you enjoyed what you've heard today, then go to anchor.fm slash scratch the scripture for more episodes. And feel free to shoot us a question at scratch scripture at for this series. Tune in next Sunday as we answer the question, what does the Bible say about suicide? And remember, we're only just beginning to scratch the scripture.